How's everybody doing tonight? What's wrong with my stage? <laughs> All right, I'll have to stay in a little small box. All right, now God can move. <laughs> Praise God. How's everybody doing tonight? Are you ready for this? This is, this is a healing night. All right, so we're going to minister healing in a minute, and uh, we have some some special stuff as well tonight we're going to do after we minister healing to those who need it. Uh, Dr. Anderson's with us tonight, and we're glad to have him. We're going to do something at the end of presentation there, so uh, praise God. If you're new with us today, uh, we're so glad you're here, whether you're new to life church period or you're just new to a, a healing service uh, but if you're new to the church we have, have a gift for you on your way out in the main lobby make sure you stop by afterwards and grab one of those and let us know if we can answer any questions for you anything like that we're so glad you're here especially if you came and heard about healings and miracles and and you're in dire straits uh, well you're in the right place and uh, not because we're so smart, but because we believe in a God of miracles. And, uh, and we'll show you how that works in a little bit. So great to have everybody here. We're going to receive our tithes and offerings now. Amen. And that way we can focus on healing the rest of the night and other things, of course. Uh, and so if you're ready to give, get ready. Different ways you can give. Give digitally or analog. Analog is how you when you give in the offering container, right? Isn't that what that means? And so uh, we did kick off um, our 2020 expansion, and I don't want to explain that again right now, but it'll be talked about more on Sundays. But if you heard that, that's available now, and so you can, as you're led uh, by the Spirit of God, give to the expansion again this year. And so we're going to keep growing. Amen. Just keep going up higher and higher. Praise God. Everybody ready? Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you for your goodness and your mercy. Thank you for the abundance of your provision. We'll never be without. We'll never suffer lack because you are our supply and on you we do rely. Thank you for being our source. We look to you in everything we do. We honor you tonight with our first and our best. Thank you that you take care of the rest. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Bless you as you give. If we can walk and chew gum at the same time, get out your. If you have a Bible with you uh, today, or have a Bible app, go ahead and get those out. And I want to. If you go, to, if you find the book of Psalms, um, Psalm one hundred and seven is where I want to begin. And I have a. Actually, quite a few scriptures I want to share with you tonight, more than I normally would, but it does fit my subject, and as I mean, I'm going to preach extra long, I'm going to preach till I'm done, and uh, <laughs> until it's time to minister healing uh, to those who need it. Uh, but there are, so this is, uh, again, the focus is healing, let me just 
be up front with everybody. If you need healing, listen very close. If you don't need healing, listen very close. <laughs> because uh, you still live in a physical body and you will have need of these truths from the Word of God. There are specific methods that God uses to heal people. Okay, uh, And we should know how He works so that we can benefit from those methods. In other words, uh, in, you know, an old saying, um, people used to say, get under the spout where the glory comes out. <laughs> well, what do they mean by that? Well, if it's not here, but it's there, get there. And whatever that means, whether it's a physical thing or just a, a internal positioning, get position yourself to receive from the Lord. And so if I know how He works, I know how healing flows, I know the methods that God uses, then I can get myself in that spot so I can receive from Him. Now, healing is a spiritual blessing. Okay? Sometimes, well, no, that's a physical blessing. No, uh, all the blessings of God are spiritual in nature. They manifest in the physical world, but they are spiritual blessings. And the, the, the reason I, I, I say that is because um, uh, if we're just looking, someone said, I, I think I need healing, so I need a physical touch. The physical things that we need come from a spiritual source. Kind of like everything in God, He spoke and kabam, light. Right? He spoke the world into existence. He speaks and nothing or something is creative out of apparently nothing. Really not nothing, but something, nothing in the physical world. The physical world is created by things in the spiritual world, the seen by the unseen. And so God sets things in order. He sets the course of our lives by speaking. He gives us a word and that sets us up for His plan to come forth. And so spiritual power will affect physical weakness um, when there is a connection made by believing a message. The way this works is God speaks. There is a message given. There is a word given. When that word is received, it, it will cause physical things to change. Everybody with me? Someone said, well, I don't really need a word. I need a healing. <laughs> no. That's my point in speaking is that's not how it works. Usually, you'll see these things manifest um, inwardly first, meaning light comes, understanding comes, a promise, a word, a direction from the Lord. When that comes internally, we say, oh, I got that. Yes, oh, I see that. Whether you say that or not, you get it. The light comes on. It's, a, it's something that stirs you. Then the physical follows that. And so if we don't know that God works that way, how many things are we going to miss out on in life? Can you say uh, a lot? Because we're saying, Lord, give me this, give me this, give me this. And He gives us a word. <laughs> and He speaks to us. He reveals. He, he, he brings us into contact with someone who has a message for us. And we said, no, no, I don't need that. I need... No, we need the word. And, and that's what Psalm 107 uh, says... Psalm 107 and verse 20 reads, He sent His Word and healed them uh, and delivered them from their destructions. Now, it, it might seem that you would expect to read, He sent His power and healed them. 
I mean, if you were to read healed them first and then wonder what goes before that, you'd say, oh, power. Right? Healing power. But that's not what it said. I mean, my mind might go there too. Oh, yeah. Healed. Power to heal. No, but he sent his word and healed them. Okay? So there's great power in that word. Now, now Proverbs. In fact, I'm going to give it a lot so you can follow along. You can uh, listen close and uh, um, help. I'm spoon feeding everybody tonight with the screen. Okay? So some of you taking notes, get them down. Proverbs chapter 4 and verse 20. Uh, reads, my son, give attention to my words. So, so consider that. Give attention to what? To my words. Give attention to my words. Well, I don't really need any words right now. I have financial need. <laughs> I don't need words. I've got a disease ravaging my body. Give attention to my words. Incline your ear to my Again, not my power, not my miracles, not, my, not, not the miraculous. Give attention. Put your mind on my sayings. Do not let them depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart. For they, what? Words, sayings. They are life to those who find them and health to all their flesh. Uh, some of you know... Uh, that old saying of uh, kids used to say about sticks and stones may break my bones or something, but words will never hurt me. Well, actually, the right words can save you. <laughs> the right words bring life to you. The wrong words bring death. So I don't want to have a wrong mentality when it comes to words because I could read the words from God or the Spirit of, of the Lord could speak to me and I could say, oh, that's just a word. That's just, no, that is life or death. That is what puts me over or, or, or puts me under in life. It says, they, the words are life, and they are health. So if someone has sickness, what do you need? A word from God. Why? That word is health to you. Okay? Hebrew means medicine. God's words are like medicine to our bodies. Amen. If you've been having some sickness... Been having some pain? Let me ask you a question. Have you been taking your medicine? Amen. Have you been taking it? I mean, I, I, if someone gets medicine from a, from a doctor, they might say you need to take this once a day or three times a day or something like that. And, and, and if, if that medicine's going to work, you have to take it on schedule and frequently enough. To, I don't, I'm not an expert on medicine, but, you know, the gist of it is you have to take it. In other words, it doesn't do you any good to keep it in the bottle. Or just take it whenever you feel like it. There's a science behind it, and it works when you do it the right way. God's Word also works along these lines. And if we are to say, well, I, I have a wonderful relationship with God. I know, but do you take your medicine? Well, I believe God's Word. I know, but do you take your medicine? And that's what he's saying. These things will work health to you if you take it. They have to be taken. There is power in God's words. And so uh, this principle is over and over again in the word. Luke chapter 5 and verse 15, speaking of Jesus, says, However, the report went around concerning him all the more, and great multitudes came together to hear and to be healed of him, of, healed by him of their infirmities. Again, even in Jesus' ministry, the first thing they came was to hear the word and then to be healed. Okay? Uh, 
not just get healed, but hear the word. Because hearing the word is connected to receiving healing. I need to know the message. Sometimes words will prepare, we're always, the right words will prepare our hearts to receive from God. What we're doing here tonight, and this whole subject of healing is not magic. It's not about, if I just get the right person to say the exact, you know, precise phrases, uh, then my sickness will go away. This is not, this is not anything like that. This is simply about God's Word and someone believing it. Someone has to believe. And you can't believe unless you've heard a word. But you hear a word and someone has to say, yeah, I believe that. I'm, I, and I'll just tell you right here, I believe it. And I'm going to be one of the ones putting my hands on people and letting God's power flow to them. And I have faith. I'll just tell you, I'm not bragging on me, but I'm just telling you where I am. All right? I have faith in God's Word. I know when I do what He tells me to do, He goes to work. Okay? So I'm very, that's, I love this, this kind of service. Because I just know we're about to see God on, on display. It's not hard. If it were up to me, it'd be hard. If it were up to my, you know, ability to heal or fix, no, no. No, I'm just obeying His Word. I'm in a vessel that He can flow through and God will manifest and we'll all look like we're way smarter than we really are. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Uh, and so the purpose then of God sending His Word, He sent His Word and healed them. The purpose of God sending His Word to heal people, I can see is twofold. All right? The first one is this. He, uh, God sent His Word to give us something to believe. The first reason is it gives us something to believe. You know, Isaiah said in the 53rd chapter, who uh, shall believe, who has believed our report, and to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? See, there has to be a report. Now I have something to believe or not. There has to be a report. If there is no report... Say, do you believe? Well, what do you mean? Believe what? If there's no word from God, there's no message given, it's not possible for us to believe something. We don't even have a choice in the matter. Everybody okay? And, and, then, and then Paul was, uh, was preaching one day over there in Lystra. And there was a, in, in the crowd listening to him, there was a man who was crippled. And, and the scripture says there in Acts 14.9, this man heard Paul speaking, Paul observing him intently and seeing that he had faith to be healed, said with a loud voice, stand up straight on your feet, and he leaped and walked. So, so this man heard Paul speaking, and that was the catalyst to his healing. Yeah? Isn't it odd that God would set this up that way? The guy was crippled. And he went from crippled to walking because he heard Paul speaking. I think we should be, hey, I get to hear the words spoken. I get to hear the Word of God taught or, or proclaimed. Wow, I know, I know what that has the potential of doing. It makes crippled people walk. If that man heard Paul preaching, and you read previously, he's just preaching the gospel, the good news of what Jesus did. So if, if that man heard Paul preaching and it made his crippledness go away, he was healed, then what would it do for a crippled person today? Same word, same God, 
Same results. If God's Word was spoke there and it gave this man faith to be healed from his crippled condition, what about the person with the tumor? God's Word gives you the ability to believe that tumor, bam, is drying up tonight. Well, what about the person with the heart condition? God's Word being spoken and proclaimed gives you the ability to be healed of that heart condition. Amen. What about the person with blindness in their eyes? God's Word being preached gives you the ability to receive healing from blindness. Amen. Or whatever else you want to put in that blank. It's not limited. It's not, it, it, it's not restricted to just a small number of issues at a certain time and a certain place. God is almighty. He is on the throne. And He is powerful to uh, bring these manifestations into our lives right here today. Thank you, Lord. And so, because of this, now, I said the purpose of God sending His Word is it gives us something to believe. So we make a choice now. We make a choice here today as to what we're going to believe. I encourage everyone to choose. Choose between what? You choose between a symptom. You choose between a pain, a limitation. You choose between something you see that's wrong. You choose between a, a, a bad medical report. See, we're, ta we're attaching our belief to something. Some kind of word or some kind of experience or feeling something we see in the physical world, we're going to take our belief and we're going to attach it to that and say, yes, I embrace it. Or we're going to say, I'm going to take my believer on the inside, my ability to believe, and I'm going to attach that to the Word of God. Amen. I'm going to say, what does the Word of God say about me? Yep, I take that. That's my choice. You have a choice. God won't make it for you. I can't make it for you. You can't make it for me. We all choose. I'm going with what God said about me. And that choice is the reason God sent His Word. Amen. Prior to hearing God's healing words, we don't have a choice to make. There's no, there are no options here. I, I don't have a choice. Uh, many people live ignorant of God's will in this matter. And they think God is simply choosing who's healthy and who's sick. Who lives, who dies. God's just going around randomly making that choice. That is not a choice that He is making for you and me. He has given us His Word so that we can make the choice. If not, if that's not the case, why bother sending His Word? Why call, many, call so many of us to preach? Why bother doing that? If He's just going to say, healed, sick, healed, sick, live, die, blessed, cursed, happy, sad... If he's just going to go around and, and as a sovereign move just make these random choices independent of us, why bother with the book? Why bother with the preachers? Why bother doing any of this? Because it's nothing we do really matters. But he sent his word, so we have a choice. Yeah. And it is not really more complicated than that. I have a choice. I get to choose. Hmm, believe this or believe this. I'm going with God. I'm going with Him. I'm going with what He promised me. Amen. You ever notice that healing doesn't just randomly fall on people? Typically, people aren't just walking down the road and all of a sudden, poof, <laughs> power of God hits them. Whew, I got healed. Why, why don't we hear testimonies like that? Because it's attached to the Word. 
Where do you see healings take place? This is one place. Why? Because the Word is spoken. I mean, people can access it outside of church for sure. Uh, but wherever the Word is spoken, someone believes it or someone speaks it, someone pr- someone's praying, someone's accessing. It doesn't just randomly happen. It is connected to what God has said and that Word being proclaimed. All right, let me give you the second one now. Okay, everybody got the first one? He sent His Word, so we have a choice. So we have something to believe. And secondly, He sends His Word... Uh, um, it is so God has something to confirm. God needs His Word to be out there so that He can say, yes, I really did say that. Yes, that really is me. I am the source, the author, the backer of that promise. And He wants to do that. Some you may be familiar, maybe you're maybe not, but one of the last things the scripture says about uh, Jesus and his interaction with his disciples before he went to heaven after he was raised from the dead is he gave them the commission, told them what to do. And and, and then it says in Mark 16:20, and they went out and preached everywhere, the Lord working with them and doing what? Confirming the word through accompanying signs. What, 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 did he, what did he confirm? The word. The word that no one heard. The, ner- the word that no one spoke. The word that no one knew. No. The word that they were speaking. They spoke his word and God said, here I am. And that's the way, he, that's the way it works. Say, so why isn't God manifesting himself in some places as much as others? Nothing to confirm. Someone has to... Make a choice. Hear it, believe it, and then declare it. And when we do, we set God up to move. Say, I think God can do whatever He wants, anytime He wants, just because He's God. You have to ignore this book if you're going to believe that. If you're going to think that's the way the kingdom of God works, that God just randomly, independent of us, just does His will, you're crazy. Sorry. (laughs) I'm just saying, that's just a... That's a religious notion that removes our part of the equation. He gave the word so you can, like I said, you can choose. He put the word in us. He called me and others to speak the word. Why? Because that's how he wanted to do it. And he wants to manifest him, God, himself. God is not trying to hide his power. He's not trying to you know, keep healing and these things at you know, very rare once in a generation, well, you know, once in a great while, special circumstance, there'll be a random healing. Seriously, that's not, I don't see that in Jesus' life at all. That's not the way He is. In fact, God, I'm convinced of this, He is looking to manifest Himself. He is looking. He wants to move. He wants to heal. He wants to set people free. He wants to lift lives up and turn them around. Say, well, what is he looking for? He's looking for someone to speak, to say what he says. It's kind of like, you know, skiers are looking for a mountain. Right? And, uh, you know, golfers are looking for a club and a ball. Painters are looking for a canvas. 
And God is looking for an opportunity to be God in people's lives. To show Himself strong to be the miracle worker and healing that healer that He is. And just like the skier, they start getting excited when they see the snow coming or the mountain. They, ooh, they see themselves going. What do, you th- what do you think God is going through His mind? And he, God has emotions too. What do you think His emotions are when His people get up and st- they start saying what He said? They start reading these verses and proclaiming His way and His desire and power to heal. He's getting His boots on. Come on, he's he's clicking in. I know some of some people bored now, but I, you know, Pastor Bill's more of a skier, right? And uh, he's getting ready to go. I think he's putting his boots on right now. Why? Because we're saying what he says. We're not watering it down. We're not hiding, shrinking back from it, acting like he's not here, or trying to apologize for something that we didn't understand. We're just, no, I don't have to understand everything. I just need to say what he says. And if he said this, I'm going to say it. And God's jumping on the slope. Amen. And healings are coming and and manifesting and cancers are dying and tumors are leaving and headaches are being healed. Amen. And bones are being mended back together and ears are being healed and eyes, vision is coming back strong. Hallelujah. Why? Because that's who God is. And we're just cooperating. Thank you, Lord. Psalm 106 and verse 8 reads, Nevertheless, He saved them. For His name's sake, that He might make His mighty power known. I want you to know that's the heart of God. He is looking for an opportunity to make His mighty power known. He wants to move, but His Word must be spoken in the earth so He can make it happen. You know, uh, uh, Jeremiah the prophet said something along these lines. I, I like the verse from the Amplified Translation. In, in, in 1 and 12, it, it reads, Then said the Lord to me, you have seen well, for I am alert and active, watching over my word to perform it. You see that? He's watching over it. Will someone get this in their mouth? Will someone read these verses? Will someone proclaim my power and my healing nature and my desire to work miracles in people's lives? Will someone say it? And as soon as they do, he's watching over us. He can go... Boom! Amen. It doesn't make us... We're not taking any credit for it. We're just delivering. So He can work. And work mighty things in our midst. The more you talk about something, the more of it you get. Amen. If you have a need in a certain area of your life, find Scriptures. Not only read them, think about them, Talk about them. Get them in your mouth. Get them in your prayer life. Get them in your discussions. The more you bring something up, the more you talk about it, the more it manifests. Why is it that... I remember hearing years ago, um, there was a particular person and they were reading some material that I, was, that I had uh, about um, some different healings and miracles and some testimonies of some pretty awesome things. And this person was... Because it it's modern. You know, it's contemporary times. Uh, this person was quite, quite taken back by it. They said, "Where is this? I've never heard of any of these things. Any of these things happening? I've never seen anyone have a, a miracle or a healing or something like that." That's a good question. 
Why was this person, why did this person, they were a Christian, they were saved. Why did they never see anything like that? Can I give you the answer? Because where they went and what they did, they never talked about it. The church that this particular person went, they didn't read those verses. They skipped over that part. Or if they did talk about it, it was more why it doesn't happen. And God didn't have anything to confirm in that person's life. In, in the church that this lady went to, there was nothing for God to work with. Why would we be surprised that God doesn't work in this way in certain churches? We're not saying they're not believers or going to heaven or anything like that. But why doesn't He work this way in certain places? Because they don't talk about it. They don't say what God said. They skip over that and they might do some other teachings really well and God will manifest in that area in in, in their lives and in their ministry. But the more you talk about this, the more you get it. There's a reason healings are normal around here. There's a reason why we always see them. We don't go a week without hearing about one or many. It's normal. Why? We talk about it. And God confirms it. This is the way the kingdom of God works. He sent His Word so we could believe it. So we could say, yes, I'm taking that. And so we would get it in our mouth and He would then come backing that up and making it happen. So the Word goes out, we believe it, and God confirms it. That's a pretty simple formula, huh? A little simple one, two, three. Uh, that, that's, how, that's how the kingdom of God works. That's how healing works. So I want to take uh, the last part of this here tonight before we minister um, and, and just read a few verses. Okay, I said I had a lot of verses tonight, and, but it goes with the theme. <laughs> uh, and, and what I want to do, is we'll put these on the screen. We'll just read them together. Okay, read them. When I say read them together, we'll read them out loud. I just, I just selected a handful of, uh, of really strong, powerful uh, uh, healing verses. Okay? And so let, let, let's do this together. First, Psalm 103. Say it out loud with me. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless His holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all His benefits. Who forgives all your iniquities. Who heals all your diseases. Amen. Amen. Here's another one. Romans chapter 8 and verse 11. Romans 8, 11. Ready? But if the Spirit of Him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, He who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through His Spirit who dwells in you. Amen. Amen. You see what that, you catch the message in there? Spirit gives life. Matthew eight seventeen. Ready? That it might be fulfilled which was spoken by the Isaiah the prophet, saying, He took our infirmities and bore our sicknesses. That's Jesus on the cross. Come on. Isaiah fifty three is the original prophecy that's related to that verse. Ready? Surely He has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows, yet we esteemed Him stricken, smitten by God, and afflicted. 
But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement for our peace was upon him. And by his stripes we are healed. Hallelujah. And then one more. It's kind of another counterpart to that same prophecy. First uh, Peter chapter 2 and verse 24. All right. Ready? Who himself bore our sins in his own body on the tree, that we, having died to sins, might live for righteousness, by whose stripes you were healed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You see how Isaiah had it in the pre present tense looking forward, and then Peter wrote it in the past tense because Jesus had already done it. And he said, your healing is basically finished. It's done. It's completed. It's already there. This is a few examples of what God has to say to you about your physical body and about your healing. Amen. Now, choose. Now choose what to believe. Amen. Now, if you're with me, you know where I stand. I'm preaching. <laughs> uh, uh, I choose... God's Word over anything we say, we see or feel or any, over any report. But let's say this out loud if you can, if you want to. Say this out loud with me today. And uh, say this, I choose, I choose God's, word God's Word above everything else. Above everything. What He said above what I think. What He said above what I feel. His Word is supreme. It dominates my life. His Word changes my body. Right here, right now, I choose life. I choose God's promise. And my body is changing, coming into alignment in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.